What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I believe it's true. I choose to receive this word with my spirit over my mind. If I receive this word with my mind only, this word will be dead to me. I don't want death. I want life. Amen. Stay standing. Flip over to Genesis chapter 26. Can I have a handheld or do I have to stay on this? Okay, I'll stay on this. Job chapter 26. Amen. I'm not going to be before you long. Matter of fact, uh, tonight I'm going to get a little old school on you. That's all right? Y'all ain't saying nothing. Uh, tonight on Watch Night, let me teach you about Watch Night real quick. The Watch Night, so while you're flipping over to Job 26, Watch Night services can be traced back to December 31, 1862. It's known as Freedom's Eve. On that night, it was the night that the last day of slavery for the slaves. And January 1, 1863, the Emancipation Proclamation would have went into place. And all of the slaves would have been freed. When the news was received that the clock had struck 12, there were prayers, shouts, and songs of joy as people fell to their knees and thanked God because finally, after years of bondage, they were free. You, you missed that. You're at watch night tonight. Y'all ain't saying that. You're at watch night tonight. It's freedom night. Tell somebody to say it's freedom night. I said, so are you there? Are you there in Job 26? Say amen. Now, I want to I, I want to I want to just say this to you and y'all know I'm all about instruction and giving you the right information. I don't just believe in hooping and hollering because uh, all of that don't mean nothing. If you can't get free, then nobody say nothing. Uh, that doesn't mean anything unless you can experience that in your life. Job 26 verse number seven. Uh, but tonight, I believe I have a word for you. Uh, that's not just any old regular old word. Uh, I believe God's going to speak. Y'all ready? Job 26 7 he stretches out the north over empty space he hangs the earth on nothing God spoke to nothing and created everything you get that on the way home he binds up the waters with the thick clouds, yet the clouds are not broken under it. He covers the face of his throne and spreads the cloud over it. He drew a circular horizon on the face of the waters and the boundary of light and darkness. The pillars of heaven tremble and are astonished at his rebuke. He stirs up the sea with his power, and by his understanding, he breaks up the storm. By his spirit, he adorned the heavens. 
His hand pierced the fleeing serpent. Indeed, these are all the mere edges of his ways. Watch this. Watch this. He said, Genesis was just a sample of what he could do. You missed that. You missed that. He spoke to nothing, created everything, and he said, but that's just a piece of me. Yeah. 14. Indeed, these are the mere ways and edges of his ways, and how small a whisper we hear of him, but the thunder of his power, who can understand? Father, speak through me now. I declare that I will be your vessel. I decrease that you might increase. Speak tonight. Give us an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church in Jesus' name. Somebody shout out amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Look at the person next to you. Say, neighbor, if 08 is going to be different, you're going to have to create your world. You ought to look at somebody else and say, neighbor, if this year is going to be different, you're going to have to make it different by what you speak. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Uh, so I'm preaching from the subject, creating your world. Now tonight I'm going to entertain two stories. I need y'all to stay with me because I need to make an announcement to you. You're saying, Bishop, what's all them robes and stuff you got on? I'm wearing what's called the Shamir. The Shamir is the garment of the prophet. All right. Bishop, what, what, you, what you trying to say? I'm not coming to preach to you. Right. I'm coming to prophesy and usher you into your next level. You missed that. The Shamir is the same garment that Elijah had on when he cast it on the water and the water was spread. In other words, when the prophetic word comes forth, it'll create ways where there were no ways. Watch this. The condition is you have to receive it. Touch somebody and say receive it. You don't need another sermon. You need a prophetic word that is going to usher you into the next dimension. Aren't you sick and tired of being sick and tired? I came to preach. I got my old missionary Baptist friends in the house, so I came to get a little NBC on you tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Watch this. Watch this. 2007 was a year of God showing you who he really was. I've been teaching you about Jacob and how Jacob, he heard about God, but he never really met God until he experienced a breakdown and a, break, uh, a situation where he couldn't get the desired result in his life. He got himself to a place where on one side it was his enemy and on the other side was his past. So he was stuck in a peculiar place. Somebody say peculiar place. Hear this. In order to teach you, God had to strip you down to where you thought you were going to lose your mind. When you go through hell, it'll make you pray like you've never prayed before. When you lose some money, it'll make you worship like you've never worshipped before. When people are lying on you and family stabbing you in the back, it'll make you worship and seek God like you've never sought him before. And I don't know about you, but 07, God said, you thought you knew me, but let me walk in and show you. What's this? What's this? Y'all here? What's this? Relationships changed. Friendships changed. Money changed. Some of y'all money was so funny it was telling you jokes. You lost stuff that you thought you could never live without. In 07, God was completing something in you. Seven is the number of completion. It's the number of rest. But we thought the rest was going to be peaceful. God says in order to bring peace, I got to cause chaos first. You didn't hear what I just said. God went in Genesis and there was chaos on the earth. And he said, now let there be and there was. Now, that won't make much sense to you if you don't know what was going on before he spoke. 
The Bible declares, and I don't have time to teach it to you tonight, but what happened is Jesus said, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. And he fell to the earth, him and one-third of the angelic host. Mr. What does that mean? That means that when, before God put Adam on the earth, Satan and the boys was here. You, you know, he rolled with his boys, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so what happened is, is God said, there's chaos on the earth. And you, you missed it. And so the only way I can get order is I got to let something be. I got to speak something into existence. I got to speak to chaos and bring existence. You, you misunderstood what I said. Some of your lives are in a whirlwind. You don't know whether you're coming, whether you're going, what you got, who's with you. And God says, don't, don't get sad about that. You ought to have joy about that. You missed it. You missed that. So God says, let there be, and there was. God was saying, I got to put Adam here so Adam can subdue the works of the enemy. That is the reason why I don't understand why the church spends all the time fighting the devil. Because we were created to subdue him. I told you I'm NBC. Please understand. We were created. Please understand. The Bible says we were created that he would be up under our heel. You, you, you missed that. You've got authority over everything going on in your life. Let me tune it up first. Don't take me there. Let me tune it up first. Let me tune it up. Let me tune, let me tune it up. Watch this. Watch this. In 07, God was completing something in you because you thought that you had reached the pinnacle of where your life could get. You, you missed that. You thought this is as good as it gets. I got a house. I got a car. I got a little money in my pocket. I got a cell phone. This is as good as it gets. I got family. I got this. And God says, the only way for me to give you greater is I got to do like Job. Job didn't do nothing wrong. God trusted Job with trouble. And God says, Job, it's time for your promotion. But the only way to go up is you got to go down first. You didn't hear what I just said. God said, Job, what you got is not enough. But I know you won't let go of what you got, so I'll strip it from you. And then once I strip it from you, at the end of the book, you're not just going to get what you had, but you'll get double. Somebody say double. Watch this. Watch this. The only way to pull the treasure out of you is to put you in an uncomfortable place. The only way to get the anointing and the oil out of the olive is you got to crush it. You didn't hear what I just said. Some of you, you've been going through so much hell this year. I'm talking to myself that you've been feeling crushed. God, every time I turn around, it's something. I get out of this and I go into that. I get out of that, then I go into something ten times worse than that. And God says, because I had to crush you in order to bring the best out of you. You didn't hear what I just said. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. The only way to get the light to shine through something is you got to crack it. Paul, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 10. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels to show that this all-surpassing power, I'm reading Amplified, is from God and not from us. In other words, God said in 07, I put you in some stuff that you couldn't get yourself out of, and he set it up that way. You couldn't negotiate your way through this. You, 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 you couldn't even pray your way through this. He said, I set it up so that the only way you get out is when I show up. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I, 
I'm glad 07's about just about over in just a little bit. Watch this. Watch this. He says, we are hard pressed on every side. But, but here's, the, here's the paradox, Bishop. But not crushed. A paradox means you've got two conflicting thoughts completing one another. So a paradox says, I'm hard pressed everywhere. Yet in all of that pressing, I still got my peace. You, 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 you missed that. You, you missed that. Rewind. He says, he says, you're hard pressed on every side. Now you want to preach? You're going to preach. If you knew what he'd been through in 07, you'd be shouting with him. Watch this. But I'm not crushed. In other words, I got real close to the edge. And if somebody would have pushed me, I would have been over. That would have been all she wrote. See, some of y'all, I know, I know we're in churches, so we got to be churchy and all that. But please understand, some of y'all this year were just about on the edge of taking your life. Some of y'all were just about on the edge this year of throwing in the towel. You were just about ready to give up. You got close to the edge, but the paradox kicked in, but you weren't. They'll get it tomorrow. They, they, they'll get it tomorrow. They'll get it tomorrow. Perplexed. God, where am I at? What's, what's, what's going on? I thought, I thought I was blessed. I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I pay my tithes. Wait, I gave a first fruit. What, 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 I gave an offering. What, I was even nice to Sheila. She don't even be nice to me. I, just, I prayed for those that persecuted me and spitefully used me. I, I thought I was doing the right stuff. Stuff, but why is it I'm doing the right stuff but the wrong stuff? Somebody say the paradox. The, the paradox. The paradox gets you. He says persecuted but not abandoned. God, I ain't even done nothing to them, and they talking about me. They don't even know me, and they talking about me. They're talking about where I'm at now, and they ain't even seen nothing. I ain't even done nothing. Who she thinks she is? Got her hair relaxed. I'll leave it out there till you get it. Think she is getting her nails French manicured. Y- y'all ain't saying nothing, but y'all know I'm telling the truth. Folks hate you for stuff that you ain't got no good. Got that good hair. That's why I just cut it off. I said, I ain't going to give you nothing to talk about me for. I, I ain't going to give you nothing to talk about. Persecuted but not abandoned. Struck down. Some of y'all applied for stuff in 07 that you, you was praying about. God said you'd get it. And they said no. God, you told me. But then the paradox kicks in. He says, we always carry a bound in our body, the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our body. But please understand, the difference what you went through in 07 from what you went through before is that before what you went through would have killed you. You didn't hear what I just said. Think of the trouble you had in 07 if it was just a few years back. You remember when you still used to carry a razor in your purse and you still used to have Come on, preach, Bishop. Okay, I, I help myself. 
y'all know we saved now, but you ain't always been saved. And so you was looking for a fight. No, wait a minute, partner. That's my seats, four and five. What? We got what? What? Please, I understand we have first time guests. Please understand. I believe that if the gospel's not where we live, it won't make any sense. I don't live in these and thou's. I know Hebrew. I know Greek. I'm a doctor. Watch this, watch this. But I don't live in Hebrew and Greek. Are you with me? So the paradox kicks in, Bishop. And the paradox says that even though I have all of these contrary circumstances, it doesn't take me out. Even though I want to give up because I'm sick of going through the same thing over and over and over. And when I think I stopped it and then it starts, back, I'm sick of that. But, but something like Jeremiah, it's like fire. It just. That's it. For Job, he just laid out the book of Job. The test was how do you go from being rich one day and having everything? to having nothing in a matter of minutes. That was, it was hours. Hours, the next level down is minutes. Watch this. How do you go from being rich, doing the right thing, serving God, to finding out your family's dead, except your crazy wife? I'm not saying nothing against wives. Let me put the disclaimer there. Deet, deet, deet. She said, curse God and die. So she was a little loopy. Watch this. How do you go, Carlina, from being on top one day, feeling good? You know how you do when you get on top. You put a little pep in your step. You start paying for other people to eat. <laughs> Baby, I got it. That's all right. I got it. Yeah, you know, I got a promotion up at, uh, yeah, yeah. I got it. Watch this, watch this, watch this. To hearing from messengers that everything is gone. That's a paradox, Bishop, that's a paradox. Because I'm doing everything right, but I'm getting everything wrong. That's that's the paradox. Somebody said that's a paradox. For Job, what do you do when the bottom falls out and stuff starts doing the exact opposite of what you planned? You wrote a plan out calling resolutions and you wrote your plan out and said I'm going to lose 40 pounds and you gain 80 y'all can come with me on Thursday to get the body wrap come on you got to learn shortcut work smart not hard come on and but like Bishop got skinny that's the Holy Ghost baby that's the Holy Ghost I, 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 I ain't got no shame I ain't got, I, 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 I'm telling you right now that's, that's, that's the body wrap I'm telling you right now watch this Some of you were in relationships that you thought would last forever. But forever seemed to end in 07. You thought you'd always be the lender until you found yourself running to check into cash. Checking the cash. Can we be real? On the first day, all of Job's material possessions were lost. But you know what the other paradox was, Bishop? What it was is that normally the response would be stress. Okay, how am I going to pay this bill? What am I going to do about this? God, how is this going to work? But Job didn't do that. 
Job fell to his knees. And after he lost everything, he lifted his hands and said, Lord, I will worship you. Because even though I'm crushed, I, I, I'm not destroyed. You, you didn't hear. Even though I'm perplexed, I, I'm not in despair because I understand you wouldn't bring me to something if you didn't intend on bringing me through something. And so what I'm going through must be a setup. Touch somebody say setup. Watch this. To add insult to injury, the second day, his body was attacked. Now, it's one thing to have some money, be get you a little Advil, get you some, you know, Pepto-Bismol, depending on your particular problem. It's another thing to be so broke you can't go to 7-Eleven to get you some Pepto-Bismol because everything is gone. So now here Job is, was rich on Monday, Tuesday broke. Wednesday, his body's attacked. He's got, y'all ain't saying nothing, he's got boils from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. But God, I worshiped you yesterday. And you let this happen to me even after that. I, I proved to you that I wasn't going to leave you. I proved to you that I was going to serve you. I proved that to you. God, are you mad at me? God, 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 God have you forsaken me? What did I do wrong? Watch this. Watch this. And here Job is, day two of his affliction. He was sitting in the big house on Monday. On Wednesday, the Bible says he was sitting in a pile of ashes of what used to be his life. I don't know about you, but there's some ashes that in 07, I found myself sitting on those ashes saying, God, I thought it was going to be different. That's a paradox. That's that's. That, 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 that's, that's confusing. Watch this. What do you do when God interrupts where you're going to say, I see where you're going, but it's too small. So I got to interrupt your trip and turn you in a different direction. Job had a measure of what God wanted for him to have. But God said, Job, you've got to have double. Watch this. You know why God wants to empower you? And I've been teaching you about blessing. You need to get those messages. I've been teaching you about that. I won't go into that tonight. You know why God wants to empower you? Not so you can have and, be, and have all the money and, and hoard it and be just all that. No, it's so that you can be blessed to be a blessing. You're supposed to be a river, not a reservoir. It flows through you, not to you. Watch this. Watch this. Did you get that? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. God said, Job, you're walking this way, and I told you to walk that way, but I want to change directions. And I know, Job, that because you've gotten so used to living like this, that the only way I can get my will accomplished is I got to violently strip you. You, you didn't hear what I just said. Some of y'all stuff got so crazy, it seemed like it was a snowball. Every time you turned up, somebody called you, it was something bad. Then the next person called, it was something bad. Then, the next, then you check your email. Then Sheila and them got your email. And then your job talking about no more overtime. I got a witness. Watch this. Watch this. I told you I didn't come to preach to you. I came to prophetically usher you. Watch this. God says, Shift. You missed it. 
He says, Job, you're doing mighty good right now, but I've got another level for you. And the only way I can get you to the other level, no man puts new wine into old wineskins. So the only way I get you to your new level is that I strip you of your current level. The only way to go from glory to glory is you got to go through storms in between. I don't know if I want to talk about that no more. I'm, I'm, I'm a hoop and holler. I, I said, you get in the house, you coming out in three days, turn around three times, touch your neighbor four times. Get ready, get ready. Get ready. I understand all that. That's nice. But what do you do when you're in the middle of it and you don't know what to do? I, I'm feeling mighty good right, right, right about now. The only way up is down. And it only seems down to us because we're looking from now into the end. That ain't how God works. He's the alpha, the omega, beginning, end. He turns around from the end. I know I'm messing with the camera folks now. And he looks back to where you're at now. So what looks like you're going down to you, if you change the angle you were looking at it, it was actually an ascent. You're not the same person you were in 06. 2007 made you brand new. You know why? Because it felt like it killed you. Can I make an announcement? It did. Paul said, it's no longer I that lives, but now Christ that lives through me. And the only way to resurrect with Christ is you got to die first. You missed it. Listen, what you're trying to say. You've got to die to your will, to your desires, to your plan. And God says, I got to give you my plan. You know what we do? We got good at this, especially saints. We got good at this. Lord, here's my plan. Bless it. And God says, I write the plans around here. You're from country, you know, I'm from country, you know, her. That's how y'all say it. Her, 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 her. Put them extra, her. What's this? What's this? God says, I write the plans. And before you got here, I wrote it out for you. And I've invested in you. And the reason you made it through the hell you've been through, even through your childhood, is because God says, I've invested in you, and I will not lose on my investment. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. God says to you, in 07, you did die. But what happened is, in all of that, God says, I'm going to resurrect some dead stuff. Watch this. Because in 07, I positioned you correctly. Watch this. He says, I ain't got your ear now. You didn't hear what I said. God says, the only way to get you to turn and to listen to me was that if I caused a little stress to come in your life. I'll leave it out there to you. Watch this. He says, the only way to reposition you is that I got to get you the right information. And when I get you the right information, you can get in the right position. Watch this. Paul, one of the greatest apostles, he preached the gospel to the entire continent of Asia in two years and three months. You know why, Bishop? Because he got on the road to Damascus 
and he was headed to do what he thought he was supposed to do, which was crucify Christians. Because if you were Jew in that day, Christians were your competition. And so he said, the only way that I can outdo the Christians is that we got to kill them. And so he said, I'm on my way to do what I thought was the right thing to do. And God interrupts him, knocks him off as his animal and says, Paul, shift. You was galloping, skipping. You was tiptoeing through the tulips. And God says, I'm about to interrupt what you're doing and shift you. Please understand. That is the reason why some of you, you thought you made a mistake and people tried to make you feel bad because you had a baby out of wedlock. God elected you to shift you because he said, children are my inheritance. Watch this. Hear me. Hear me. Children are my inheritance. Watch this. God says, so I will allow you to go into directions that seem contrary to what popular belief is because I've got to accomplish something through you. And so you religious people will be like Job's friends and say they're going through all of this because they did something wrong. They must be in sin. They must be going through stuff. But I believe there's some people in here that say I didn't even do the wrong thing and I got the wrong result. Are you here? Somebody say interrupt. Somebody say interrupt. Watch this. You still here? I'm just about done. Watch this. Watch this. When God interrupted Paul's life, he said, Paul, I see where you're going. The problem is, is when you get there, it'll be too small for you. You miss that. He says, Paul, you're on a journey. But by the time you get to your appointed place, it'll be too small for you. You missed that. So he said, I got to redirect you to the place of my provision for you. We call God, one of his names is Jehovah Jireh. It means the Lord, our provider. We sing the song, because of who you are, I give you glory. And Jehovah Jireh, my provider. And we sing about all that and we shout about all that. But Jireh is not a name. It is a place. God says, the reason some of y'all have been struggling with stuff is because you've been in the wrong place. He says, my provision is for you, but you kept chasing what was familiar. You kept chasing the job you've always been doing. You kept chasing the same kind of people you've always dated. And so God said, that's not where my provision was. That's why you're stressed. That's why you're mad, because you're not in Jairah. I'm, I'm going to preach myself. They shouting online. I hear them. I hear them. They got a little mic down here. I hear them online. Hear me. God says, Paul, by the time you get there, it's going to be too small. Watch this. So God used the devil as an instrument to get his will done in your life. Hear me. Are you here? God said, just like he did with Job, Satan said, I came walking to and fro on the earth seeking whom I could devour. And you know what God says was really, I, I said, God, why would you do that to Job? He says, Satan, have you considered my servant? Job, you didn't hear me. Have you considered my servant Josh? Yeah, yeah. Have you considered my servant Danielle? You didn't hear me. Have you considered my servant Paul? You, you, have you considered my servant Bishop Brown? Have, have you considered my servant? Please understand, what you went through was because God trusted you with trouble. You didn't hear what I just said. 
You thought God was trying to punish you. It was because he trusted you. Watch this. And he said, Satan, I'll use you to get them right up to the edge. But once you get to the edge, leave them alone. Once they get to the edge, stop. That's enough. That's the reason why you're still standing today. That's the reason why you may not have everything you want, but your needs are met. You got food in your cabinet. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You got clothes on your back. The old saints used to say, when I think about the goodness of Jesus. So watch it. He says, Satan, get Job close to the edge. But then leave him alone. Tell somebody, say, I was close to the edge. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Here's the truth of it. You're closer now to walking in the manifestation of the promises of God in your life than you've ever been before. I'm going to say that again because I'm not preaching, I'm prophesying. You are closer now to the walking in the manifested promise of God for your life than you've ever been. Bishop, how do you know that? Canaan was the promised land. Can I teach, Bishop? Canaan was the promised land, but the Canaan was a low-lying coastal land. In other words, Canaan was in a valley. You're connected dots. God says, people of God, children of Israel, your promise is yours. It's called Canaan. But the only way to get to it is you got to leave the mountain and start descending into the valley. You, you, you missed that. You missed that. So he said, when it looks like you're losing in life, you're really gaining. Because Canaan is not a journey up. Canaan is a journey down. God says your promise is not on your way up. Your promise is on your way down. The only way to get to Canaan was you had to go through the valley. You missed it. You missed it. What's this? What looks like you've been losing has actually been God getting you just where he wants you to be. Am I helping? Am I preaching to anybody? What's this? Some of you got so behind on bills this year. The church said amen right there. <laughs> y'all was real loud right there. I can't get y'all to say amen. Watch this. And watch this. You've been thinking you've been falling behind because you're looking from this way, that way. God says, but I started from the end back to the beginning. In other words, it's looking like you're getting behind on your bills. And God says, when you're down to nothing, baby, that, that's when I'm up to something. Because I'll never let the righteous be forsaken or let my seed beg for bread. I, I, I ain't got to beg. I ain't Keith Sweat. I ain't James Brown. I ain't got to beg. Are you here? Are you here? Watch this. David said, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil because thou art with me. I've taught you before that the shadow was from the mountain. Every valley is next to a mountain. So in other words, the shadow that's being cast is from the greatness of your blessing. And so he said, though I walk through the valley, I don't have to fear anything because I know that in the valley, that's where my provision is. In the valley, that's where my blessing is. Good God, I'm about, I, I, I wish I could take time to, to, to explain this. Watch this. 
The valley is where your promise is. But on the way to your promise, you look like you were going to die. But notice what I like about God. It was only a shadow. You missed what I just said. What you've been afraid of ain't been nothing to fear. You've been afraid of shadows. Anybody, when you were growing up, and I'm kind of still carrying now, people be coming, walking up, up, hey, man, walk, hey, but back up. I think so. So Pastor Ford was he was coming to my house and he was walking by behind me the other day and he I didn't hear him come in and he was walking behind me and said, Bitch, I'm like, look, man, hey, I ain't got nothing. It's at the banks. It's at the bank. I don't have nothing. What you need? Just take what you need. I'm kind of jumpy like that. Huh? God says, What you've been running from has only been a shadow. Because you're my child. So what I let you go through, I'll never let it kill you. I'll only let it. It's a shadow. Tell somebody to say it's a shadow. I'm just about through. Watch this. Watch this. The valley is where your promise is. Watch this. You don't have to fear any evil. You know why? Because God was the one that led you to the valley. Let me connect it for you. David said, thy rod and thy staff comfort me. The shepherd has a shepherd's staff, and with that staff, he guides his sheep. I'll let that marinate, but... Watch this. God said, I'll fear no evil because my shepherd is with me. Watch this. If my shepherd is with me, he was leading me there. I didn't stumble off into it because wherever my shepherd is, if I'm his sheep, that's where I'm at. So the hell you've been going through, can I make an announcement to you? God was leading you right through it because he said, when I take you through it, you're going to get stronger. You're going to have more power. Your, pr your prayer life is going to go to another level. You don't even have a testimony yet, but God said, let me develop a testimony in you so that when people walk up to you and say, how did you do all this? Baby, let me tell you, I overcame the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of my testimony. If you knew what I had to go through to get where I'm at. You hear? This pulpit is way too far back. I have to do a, basically a lap. <laughs> I'd have lost eight pounds. This man. <laughs> I, I said, it is out of nothing, hear me, that God does his best work. We read Job 26, 7. He hung the world on nothing but his word. He hung the world, I'm going to say it again, on nothing. They didn't have no crane. They didn't have no uh, nails. They, they didn't have, he said, I hung the world on nothing but my word. Romans 4, 17, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him who believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth things that be not as though they were. You know why God can't lie? Because whatever he speaks, it is. Can I make an announcement to you? If the same God that created the world lives in you, the same properties that he has work in you. You miss what I just said. So he hung the world on nothing. And some of you right now, you're down to ashes in your life. And you're complaining against God. And God is saying, it's out of nothing that I created everything. With my words. 
Listen, what you trying to say? Some of us are so negative and always speaking negative things out of our mouth and we wonder why we jacked up and stressed out and messed up because you spoke it into existence. Don't nobody love me and won't nobody love you. Bishop, I'm just struggling in the Lord. And you're struggling the Lord. I'm just struggling to make it by. Well, you're struggling to make it by. I'm just waiting until the sweet Beulah land comes, the great by and by. I know I'm going through some trouble on earth, but one day I'm going to die and go to heaven. The Bible says you don't wait until heaven to reap your reward. He says, I will give it to you in this lifetime 100-fold. Jesus said that. It's in red. Watch this. I'm, I'm done. This is my last page. I'm done. Watch this. Watch this. God says, I'm creative, but I don't need the coloring book of what you want to happen. I want a blank piece of paper. Somebody going to get that. We hand God our plans. Lord, when I'm 18, I'm going to get married. And Lord, when I'm 22, I'm going to do this. And then when I'm 30, I'm going to have a baby. And then when I'm 40, Lord, I'm going to do this. And when I'm 50, I'm going to do this. And then by 60, Lord, whoops, smooth sailing. I'm going to be in the Bahamas. And then stuff comes, and you realize my plan has been wrecked. I'm supposed to have money in my 401k now, but I had to keep taking it out. So, Lord, what's going on? God is saying, I hang the best or nothing. I hang the best or nothing. So God says, I don't want a coloring book with lines because lines give me guidelines. And God says, I don't need the guidelines of your life. I'm creative. I made the zebra have black and white stripes. I made the frog be green. I made the cow go moo. I made the chicken cluck. I don't need you to tell me how to do your life. So he says, I want a blank sheet of paper. And on this blank sheet of paper, God says, I don't even have to write. I'll speak to it, and something will appear. You didn't get that. God says, I hung the world on nothing. I don't need a coloring book. He don't like staying inside the lines. And that's where many of us have been. We had our lives planned out, but God says, you're my child. And if you're the king's kid, you've got to have the best. You've got to experience the best. Don't nobody want to serve your God if your God is broke, busted, and disgusted. Your God has, can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you, I feel like preaching, above all that you can ask or think. And so God says, I'll give you exactly what you need. What's this? What's this? What's this? I told you I'm going old school tonight. Eh? For the first time, don't y'all be scared. Be like, ooh, he old school. I'm just... It's from a Baptist friend. That's what I'm doing. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. That's where many of us are right now. Your life has got so many things up in the air. It's a blank sheet of paper. It's like having to start all over again. You, you don't hear what I said. You got to reinvent yourself. You, you, you've got to start all over again because things started taking toll and you planned on being at this place in your life and you didn't get there. And so now your shame tries to come in and make you feel guilty. But I'm here to make an announcement to you tonight. You are right on time, right on schedule. 
God has got you right where he wants you to be. And so in 2008, God says, if you want your year to be different, you're going to have to create it. And the only way you're going to create it is through the words that you speak out of your mouth. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it shall eat its fruit. Whatever you love talking about is what you love experiencing. That's why you got to get rid of all the folks in your life that ain't going nowhere. If they don't have a vision, if they don't have a plan, if they're always talking about what used to happen and how it used to be. Girl, remember back in the day we used to drink Bacardi's? If they're always talking about yesteryear, you need to find yourself some new friends. Because those that love its fruit shall eat it. Whatever you love talking about is what you're going to eat. You miss that. That's why I like people like Bishop Bright, because we get on the phone and prophesy to one another back and forth. I see you doing this. I see you doing this. I can't wait till we get here. We're going here. Why? Because we love talking about what God is getting ready to do. And because we love talking about it, that's what we get to experience in our life. Are you here? Are you here? Watch this. God says, in 08... You've got to get out of your comfort zone. Matter of fact, he says, I pulled you out of your comfort zone. I pulled you out of those things you were familiar with. Watch this. He says, you got to be like Peter, and you got to get out of the boat. Here's the thing about getting out of the boat. Wasn't nobody else out there but Jesus. It's lonely doing stuff when ain't nobody else talking about doing nothing. It's real lonely when all the rest of your friends are talking about what they could have been when you're talking about what you're getting ready to be. Man, if I only would have did this. Can I make an announcement to you? Our God is sovereign. You know what sovereign means? He rules and reigns over everything. The enemy can't touch you unless he asks first. So if God let him do it, he must have had a plan behind it. Watch this. Watch this. People are not going to recognize you in 2008 because you're going to be so anointed. You're going to look so different. And people are going to wonder, weren't you the same one last year that was asking for some help? What happened? God created my world. Watch this. Watch this. When your back gets against the wall, I'm just about done. You don't give up. You don't throw in the towel. You fight back. I don't have time to go there. The hour is late. First Samuel 30, you can read it. And your time, First Samuel 30. David now is king, bishop. He's king. And the Bible says David was out doing what he was supposed to be doing. And he comes back. And he finds that his enemy has taken everything. David was out fighting the battle of Ziglag. He, he was out doing what kings do. And he comes back, his money gone, his family gone, his two wives is gone. In those days, they did that. Nothing. Tell somebody say nothing. Watch this. But remember, it's with nothing. You, you didn't hear what I just said. It's, it's with nothing that God says, I'm going to do my very best work. 
Tell somebody say, he, tell somebody say, you ain't seen nothing yet. Tell, say, tell them, say, you ain't seen nothing yet. Watch this. I want to read this to you. I want to read this to you, and I'm through. I want to read this to you. I want to read this to you. Now, it happened when David and his men came to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south, at, and Ziglag attacked Ziglag and burnt it with fire. And had taken captive of women who were, who were there, small and great, and did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came back from working hard. And there it was, their city burned with fire. Their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were lifted were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. Listen, what are you trying to say? Have you ever gone through so much that you didn't have no more tears to cry? You ever been in such a place in your life where you want to be mad, but you ain't got the energy to do it? You want to be upset, but you don't have the energy to do it. You feel like I'm just about over the edge. They cried, Carlina, until they didn't have no more tears left. That's some crying. And David's two wives... Had, were gone. Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite, had taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of killing him, because the soul of all the people was grieved. They were upset. Watch this. They were bitter. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. What's interesting is that God could have stopped them from coming. But he didn't. I'm through. He could have stopped them from coming, but he didn't. You know why he didn't stop them from coming? Because he said, I need you to learn how to fight. You didn't hear what I just said. Some of us are so weak when it comes to the things of God in our life. That we lay down and we take mediocrity and we lay down and we take just getting by and we lay down and we take paycheck to paycheck and we lay life ain't all about money. We lay down and take a jacked up family. We lay down and we take messed up relationships and God says the only way to get you to fight is to get you into a place to where the people want to stone you and your enemies come against you so you have nothing but one choice. The Bible says David encouraged himself. He strengthened himself in the Lord. In other words, he said, I don't need nobody to tell me it's going to be all right. I don't need nobody to tell me it's going to work out. Because I know that if he did it for me back then, this was the same David that killed Goliath. This was the same David that killed the bear. This was the same David that killed the lion. And he said, if God did it for me back then, baby, he can do it again. Watch this. Watch this. I says, that ain't the good part. Look what he say. Verse 7, then David said to Abiathar, the priest, Amalek's son, Ahimelech's son, bring me the ephod or the prayer garment or the mantle. Bring it to him. He said, bring it to me. And Abiathar brought him the ephod. Verse 8, so David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, saying, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them without fail and recover all. You didn't hear what I just said. You, you didn't hear what I just said. 
God says, you've lost what seems like everything. And the question is, what am I supposed to do in 2008? If I do the same thing over again in 08 as 07, I'd be insane because insanity is to do the same thing over again but expect a different result. So God says, if you want a different result, you've got to change your actions. And so God says to David, David says to God, Lord, shall I pursue them? Shall I overtake them? And the Lord answered him and said, you shall not only pursue and overtake them, but without failure, you shall recover all. I feel like preaching. 2008 is the year for you where there's not going to be any more failure. God says, whatever you set your hand to, I'm going to bless it. Whatever you walk in in 2008, it's going to work out for your good. No more being sick and tired or being sick and tired because this is the day that the Lord has made. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody? I feel like preaching. So watch this. Watch this. That ain't the good part. Verse 17, I'm, fit, I'm best about through. Then David attacked them, verse 17, from evening, from twilight or the morning until the evening of the next day. Watch this. David fought from, if it was Sunday morning until Monday evening. It's no coincidence that this year. It ain't no coincidence that this year. You were in church yesterday morning fighting with your praise. You, you don't hear me. And tonight you're fighting with your praise. Watch this. Listen to it. He says, they fought from the twilight to the evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. David recovered all that his enemy had carried away. Watch this. Verse 19. And nothing. Somebody say Nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything from which they had taken from them. David recovered all. Look at somebody next to you and say, neighbor, in 08, you're going to recover everything that the enemy has stolen. You're in the right place at the right time. Now watch God move. I dare you to look at the next person next to you and tell them what God is going to do for you in 08. Tell them what God is going to do for you in 08. Is there anybody here that knows that I've cried enough tears and I've had enough lonely nights, but in 2008, it's home. It's going to be great in 2008. 2008 is the year of release. Touch somebody say the year of release. Touch them say the year of release. Is there anybody? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. I says, I'm through. I'm through. I said, Bishop, why are, you, why are you doing all that hollering and screaming? Because the way David fought in those days was not the way we fight today. If I could dance, I saw it would bust a move. The way David fought was with spears and with swords. God says, I don't need you to fight that way. Because I've given you the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I've given you the breastplate of righteousness, which is by his blood. I've given you the helmet of salvation. I've given you the belt of truth. And I've given you the gospel of peace on your feet. Watch this. He says, the way you fight in 08 is through your praise. You didn't hear what I just said. Some folk never see breakthrough in their life because they're too stuffy. You, you didn't hear what I just said. Some folk think that God got to show up in person, incarnate, before they shout. 
and you don't understand the will of God. God says, I only give you battles that you shout about before you win them. He says, in 08, the way you're going to take back everything that's been stolen from you is going to be through praise. And God says, I'm going to fight battles for you that you won't have to fight for yourself. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. I'm feeling mighty good right about now. Watch this. Bring the kids in. Bring the kids in. I want everybody in here. Bring the kids in. Watch this. God says, God says, in 2008, you ready for it to be great? Watch this. God says, the only way you're going to see breakthrough is when your mouth testifies with what I told you. You heard what, 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 what Will said. You heard what Will said earlier. He said that everything in God is confirmed out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. The problem is God has always spoken good things about you, but he can never get anybody to agree with him. Matthew 18, 19. He says, where well, any two touch and agree on anything, that thing shall be done for them. But so what you're trying to say, in 08, your confession has got to line up with the word of God. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. God says, I will open doors where there were no doors. I will make ways where there were no ways. Everybody stand on your feet. Everybody stand up. Everybody stand. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.